Well, hello and welcome to Crowd Church. My name is Matt Edmondson and beside me is is the very funny, actually, <laughs> Seth Bain on. Uh, we've just been, as you can see, if you're watching the video, we've got our headphones in. And during the intro, I was talking Seth. And you know, like when you talk to a kid when they're listening to something with their headphones and it's like their volume just goes up exponentially. It yeah. says, hello, what do you want? That was me. That was Seth. <laughs> Uh, and I'm just uh, stopped laughing actually just before the intro ended. Uh, but welcome to Crowd Church. Yes, so it's great that you're here joining us New Year's Eve. Uh, and just full, you know, full disclosure, if you're joining us live, this is what we call a non-live live stream on Crowd Church. There'll be people in the comments. Do come join us in the comments. Say hi. Say where you're watching us from. But it's non-live in the sense that Sadaf and I aren't really here. We're recording this actually pre-Christmas. Uh, mainly because everyone's taking the week off between Christmas and New Year. Um, and so we do these non-live live streams, just to give people a chance to rest, mm -hmm. recuperate. Uh, we value rest, we value Sabbath. Yes, we so uh, yes, that's what we are doing. So we're kind of pre-recording this. So we will not be responding directly to your comments verbally like we would normally do uh, on a live stream. Um, but there will be people in the live stream. So you can join in, say, you know, join in with the comments, etc., etc. Uh Today... Sadaf, what do we have today? Today we are listening to John Harding. John Harding. And um, he is going to be talking about heaven on earth. <laughs> are you just making that up? Is that like one of those, it's a Christian talk, I don't know what it is, he's going to be talking about Jesus. There's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. something about the new, the new year and the new you. The new, new year, new you thing? Yeah. Okay, have you actually listened to the talk? So are you just making all this up? A little bit. Yeah, okay, good. Well, we're going to find out. Yeah. Uh, we're going to find out what this talk is all about in just a minute. We have John uh, doing the talk. Then after that, Sadaf and I will be back for a form of Conversation Street. It won't be massive, but it will be a form of Conversation Street, which is where we're just going to talk about the talk. Yes. Uh, and ordinarily, we'd like, we'll talk about your questions. But obviously, do do put the questions and comments uh, below. It'd be great to see them, mm -hmm. if we can't, even if we can't respond to them directly. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. If you're new to Crowd Church, warm welcome to you. It's great that you're here every Sunday. I say every Sunday, most Sundays, because <laughs> I've just disproved my own point. Uh, but most Sundays we live stream our online service, 6 p.m. here in the UK, which I think is 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. What's the time in Vancouver when we do this? Um, it is 10 a.m. 10 a.m. Yeah, so you're eight hours on you. So those sorts of times. Uh, come If you don't know what time it is for your time zone go to the website www.crowd.church there's a little time check thing on there which will tell you where it is or when it is um, but it'd be great uh, to meet you in the live streams come join in the comments be great to hear what you've got to say and also just to let you know we have on our website information about community groups if you want to join a sort of an online community group be great to see you in there and of course if you've got any questions um, or prayer requests throughout the week and you want to reach out to us you can do that through the website www.crowd.church in fact if i press this button here does it yeah look at that it comes up on the screen uh you can also reach us at social media at crowd church and if you go to the website www.crowd.church you'll also find our whatsapp number uh which uh, comes straight through to us so yeah definitely reach out to us and let us know what's going on um but yeah so i well christmas uh, when this comes out has has happened did you have a good Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great one. <laughs> I'm having a great Christmas. What about you watching? Did you have a good Christmas? Just write yes or no in the comments uh, with maybe some explanation if you feel like you're up to it. Um, but we do like Christmas. We have our Christmas jumpers on. We get, I mean, 
you and I did that thing, didn't we, this year? You, your family joined our family. Yes, we did. We had a new tradition. <laughs> we have a new tradition. <laughs> so every year we have this tradition. The first Saturday of every December, we go out and we buy the Christmas tree, right? And uh, the tree then gets delivered. So mm -hmm. we choose it as a family. We go through this sort of walk through the park at the bottom of our road. It's called the Mystery it's a mystery as to why it's called a mystery. Um, but uh, we go through the park, we buy the tree, we choose, well, we choose a tree, the guy opens up all the trees that we want to see mm. and then we choose the one and then they're going to deliver it a few hours later. We get the deckies down, we do the house, we do the hot chocolate. But this year there were 16 of us. Yes, there was. <laughs> With some amazing food. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, no problem. We, we had a great time. There was a whole bunch of us walked down, wasn't there, mm. to choose the tree. You chose a tree, you and we Jeff did, chose yeah. a tree and the kids. Uh, me, Sharon and, the well, my daughter because my two sons are, mm -hmm. you know, Apparently they're leaving home, <laughs> living the <laughs> university life, can't make it back, you know. Um, and who Rob. are Johnny and Rob? Uh, Jenny and Rob, yeah, Jennying. <laughs> we came up with this new word. <laughs> the new verb, Jennying. So Jenny, uh, for years, lived with us. She was our lodger um, and just lovely. Uh, she got married last year. I walked down the aisle, which was great, mm -hmm. did the whole father of the bride speech thing, which was amazing. Um, we all love Jenny and her twin sister Kat. They're all big part of the family. In fact, came, Kat came up from London yes, just to choose a tree. <laughs> she came to stay with us the weekend. So we have this mad Christmas tradition. But whilst we were all together, just having a very raucous time. Yes. It was very funny. <laughs> it was very funny. Plain, plain articulate. Uh, who came up with the verb Jennying? Rob, I think. <laughs> I think it <laughs> Jenny's was Rob. Husband. <laughs> Rob is and, her husband. And just explain what Jennying means. So Jennying is basically showing off. Yeah. Yeah. So, so if you're showing off, you're jennying. You're jennying. Yeah. <laughs> so we're just trying to get this word to catch on around the world. So yeah, use it in the new year. New word. <laughs> new, new, new word. Just ask people, are you jennying? You're jennying right now, aren't you? Uh, which was just hysterical. So yes, that was our tradition, which you yeah. joined. So we have yeah. our trees. We love Christmas. But alas, Christmas has passed at the time of your reading, uh, listening to this. So we're looking forward to the new year. Mm -hmm. What are you guys doing New Year's Eve? Um, coming to yours. Are you coming to ours? Are you? Yeah. Okay, cool. I just invited us. <laughs> it's the first I've heard about it, but it'd be good to see you. Uh, it would be good to see <laughs> Jeff anyway. <laughs> the kids. Uh, you're more than welcome, by the way. Thank you. Jan's coming to ours. Thank Jan you. Birch with Tim and the kids. Jan's been on uh, Crowd. Um, Sue yeah. Erdin, who's been on Crowd before, she's coming to mm -hmm. ours. So, yeah, it's going to be fun. Fun and games, as they say. So uh, all the kids are coming. Basically, all the kids invite their mates and the parents to sort of get dragged along. <laughs> Just <laughs> hang out. It's normally how it works. <laughs> anyway, we digress. We talk about the fun and frolics of Christmas. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Hope you had a good time. Uh, we are going to play John's talk. We're going to do that right now. After the talk, Sadaf and I will be back for Conversation Street. Uh, don't go anywhere. I'm looking desperately for the button. There it is. I've not got my glasses on. So. <laughs> I've no idea what's going to happen. I'm going to push this and hopefully it works. We'll be back shortly. Welcome to this week's Crowd Church service. We are a digital church on a quest to discover how Jesus helps us live a more meaningful life. We are a community a space to explore the Christian faith and a place where you can contribute and grow. Our service will last about an hour and in a few seconds we will start with a time of worship after which you will meet our hosts for our service who will introduce today's talk. 
After the talk, we head into Conversation Street, where we look at your stories and questions that you've posted in the comments throughout the live stream. I want to invite you to connect with us here at Crowd Church, and there are a few ways that you can do just that. Firstly, you can engage with Crowd from any device during our live stream. And if you're up for it, why not invite a few friends over and experience the service together? You see, church is all about connecting with God and connecting with others. And one of the easiest ways for you to do that is to also join one of our midweek groups where we meet online together to catch up and discover more about the amazingness of Christ. You can also subscribe to our podcast called What's the Story, where we deep dive into stories of faith and courage from everyday people. More information about all of these things that I've mentioned can be found on our website at www.crowd.church or you can reach us uh, on social media at Crowd Church. If you're new to Crowd or new to the Christian faith and would like to know what your next steps to take are, well, why not head over to our website, crowd.church forward slash next for more details. And now the moment you've been waiting for is here. Our online church service starts right now. Hi there Crouch Church, a very happy Christmas to you and a very happy new year to you. I hope that you have had a joyful, peaceful, Christ-centred Christmas, maybe, maybe not, maybe to some extent or another. <laughs> I think it's funny the idea that Christmas might be entirely peaceful and joyful as if somehow we're entitled to that. There's so much out of our control, out of our influence to ensure that our Christmas would be entirely joyful and peaceful. We can't control if the relatives are going to behave or if the kids are going to have meltdowns or not. These things are not guaranteed to us. But I think we can focus on Jesus over Christmas. We can keep him at the centre. And that's what makes Christmas Christmas. That's what's make, making all the difference at Christmas. So focus on him. Don't get distracted from him. So I hope you have had a joyful and peaceful Christmas, but most of all, a Christ-centred Christmas. And I hope you have a sense of faith and hope and vision for this new year ahead of us. Faith, hope and vision for the new year ahead. Are you crazy, John? I am barely holding on. I have dragged myself kicking and screaming through 2023. I've just about fallen over the finish line. Faith, hope, vision for the new year ahead. It will be a miracle if I don't kill someone by the end of next week. <laughs> well, yeah, I get it. Uh, life is like that. But I do think it's really important, I think it's really healthy, really good for our mental well-being to take a moment at the end of one year, at the start of a new year, to pause, to reflect, to give thanks and to listen to God for his perspective. That's something I always try to do in the space between Christmas and New Year. And I want to share with you a, a, a lens through which you can view the past, present and future, a little framework to help you reflect on the past and to find a focus for the year ahead. I'd really encourage you to mull on this, maybe journal on it over the next few days. I've been doing that 
and I found that really, really helpful. So the lens, the framework is taken from Revelation chapter 1 verse 8. A man called John, a church leader, he was on an island off the coast of Greece called Patmos. He was there as a prisoner. This was a forced labour camp. His crime was to be a follower of Jesus. It was illegal in that place and in that time to do that. And, and it says in Revelation chapter 1 that John was worshipping the Lord with other believers on the Lord's day. That's when he had a vision, a vision of Jesus. Jesus revealed himself to John and Jesus said to John, Revelation 1.8, Jesus said, I am the Alpha and Omega, the one who is, the one who was, and the one who is to come. John had a vision of Jesus as the one who was, the one who is, and the one who is to come. I want to encourage you to use that as a lens and a, a framework in this present moment to help us look back at what was and to look at ahead into what may come. And so my first question is this, where was God in your past year? Where was God? What was he doing? What was he doing in you? What was he teaching you? How was he transforming and refining you? Where was God in your past year? Because he is the God who was. He is the God who was present. He was God in every moment. I think it's easy to look back at the year gone and make a list of good and bad. We might even rate the year. It was a good year. It was a bad year. It was an okay year. It was the worst year ever. I, I've lived through enough years to know that's always how it's going to be. Good stuff and bad stuff, uh, amazing highlights, crushing lows. Every year I've ever lived has been a mixture of battle and breakthrough of joy and sorrow. So the real question, I think, is not how was your year. The real question is, where was God in it? Because I know, I know with every fibre and ounce of my being that, that God was there with you in every moment, however dark, however painful. I find that really helpful. I find it really redemptive to look back at some of the challenges of the past year and say, okay, well, Lord, where were you? Where were you in that? What were you doing in me in the midst of all of that? How were you refining me and transforming me into your image? Now, if you faced major trauma or disaster in the past year, you might find it helpful to reflect on that with a counsellor. Uh, but for most of us in the general ups and downs of life, I think it's really healthy, a really healthy process. I know it's helped me to to just leave some of the past in the past because he is the God who was and he is the God who is to come the God who will be in each and every moment and every happening of the future so how does that shape how we view the future and how we plan for the future well, you know, it is good to set goals and targets for the year ahead. It can be good to do that. Nothing wrong with it. If you, like me, work in a certain setting, you might have to set some goals and targets and write some stuff down and capture and map out where you want to head over the year, what you want to achieve in the year ahead. Uh, you might do that personally. You might set some resolutions. You might be well like, this year ahead, I'm going to be healthier. 
I'm going to eat less meat. I'm going to train for a marathon. I'm going to take a course. I'm going to learn a new skill. I'm going to save up for something. Not bad things to do. And of course, God will be with you in all of those things because that is his promise. He is always with us. But let me give you a little twist on that today about thinking about the year ahead from this verse in Revelation. We've, we've read it in Revelation chapter one, how Jesus is the one who was and who is and the one who is to come. He is God of the past, of the present, and he's God of the future. But th there's this interesting switch that takes place in the book of Revelation. And when you get to Revelation chapter 11, John has a vision of the very end of time. And in this vision of the end of time, if you're into the book of Re Revelation, the seventh trumpet has sounded, the seventh seal is opened. At that moment, heaven fully descends to earth. Jesus returns as a conquering king riding a white horse accompanied by heaven's armies. Heaven invades earth and all things are made new and perfected forever. There is a day that all of creation is waiting and longing for where Christ will return and make all things new. I, I believe it. I, I long for it. The longer I live, the more I become aware of the pain and the brokenness of the world, the more I find myself praying for that day. A day where sin and pain and death are finished forever. But this song that is sung in heaven of Jesus, the one who was and is and it is to come at this point in Revelation chapter 11 from the moment that heaven invades earth. Verse 15 says, Revelation 15, the kingdom of this world has become the kingdom of our Lord. At that point, this song changes. And now the hosts of heaven are no longer singing to the one who was and is and is to come. Revelation eleven seventeen, they sing to the one who was and who is. Same thing in Revelation 16, 5. The angel says to Jesus, you who are, you who were. So the is to come bit gets dropped. It's no longer needed because in that moment, the future has arrived. The future is here. The job has been done. And when I read that in my daily readings last week, it really inspired me to think about the year ahead. To set some hopes and dreams and aspirations for the year ahead, you see, the big goal, God's big ultimate outcome, is that heaven would invade earth forever. That's the end game. So in the past week or two, I've been trying to imagine that, reflect on that. What might it look like for more of heaven to invade earth over this coming year to set some goals in the light of that? For more of heaven's peace to invade my life? Because heaven is a place of perfect peace. For more of heaven's health to invade my life? Because heaven is a place of perfect health. For more of heaven's joy to invade my life. Because heaven is a place of perfect joy. And not just for heaven to be in me. But also through me and into the world around me. That somehow, somehow through me, more of heaven's justice would be outworked. That somehow more of heaven's provision would be released. Because injustice and um, poverty are displaced as heaven invades earth just that little bit more and if you think about it as followers of Jesus we are heaven to earth people that's why at the core of our faith we pray father in heaven 
whose name is holy. Let your kingdom, let the kingdom of heaven, let your kingdom come to earth and let your will, the will of heaven be done on earth as it is in heaven. And Jesus says to us, pray, pray that it will be on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, may there be more peace in my family as there is peace in heaven. Lord, may there be the release of resourcing into Liverpool as we serve the poorest in our city. Let there be provision here on earth as there is provision in heaven. So what might it look like this year if each one of us committed to living out a little bit more of heaven on earth, bringing about a little bit more of heaven to earth because he is the God who was and the God who is to come. But he is also the God who is. He's the God who is. He is with you right now. He is the God in your present moment. He is with you right now. Right now, whatever your present moment looks like, he is with you. He wants you to become more aware of his presence. He wants to bring his peace into this moment, his perspective into this moment. Just tune into him right now. Just allow yourself to focus on him and become more aware of him. If it helps you as I'm talking, close your eyes. Maybe hold out your hands in front of you as a symbol to receive from him. And I want to finish just by praying for you at the start of this new year, a prayer of blessing. So let's pray, shall we? God, we thank you that you are with us right now. You have been with us every step of the way. There is, has never been a moment that you have not been with us. The God who is with us, the God who loves us, the God who is for us, the God who is present with us in every moment. And we thank you, Lord, that you are with us right now. And Lord, as we think about the future, we don't know what the future holds, but we know you hold the future. You are Alpha and Omega. You are beginning and the end. You are first and last, the God who is to come. And so, Lord, as we think about this year ahead, Lord, uh, give us a confidence that we might know you in every moment, that we might live out your kingdom, that heaven may invade earth in us and around us. Heavenly Father, let your kingdom come and let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven throughout this year ahead. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Wow, welcome back. What a great talk by John. That was really good. That was, I got lots of notes, actually. Me too. I don't know about you, I've always done this thing where Probably until about ten years ago, maybe seven, eight, nine. I, it was in, it was a, until a recent okay. time, uh, at some point in my forties, I decided to stop doing it. But every year, I think about my resolutions for mm -hmm. the year ahead, uh, and I would set these targets and set these goals for the year ahead. Um, and actually, listening to John talk, I've kind of understood why I've stopped doing them. Why they kind of felt like. I don't know, they weren't quite meeting the mark, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so we're going to get into that. Do you say, did you, do you while you're coughing? Yeah. Uh, you, <laughs> just bring it, just come a little bit over here. Don't be on so much of the edge. There you go. Oh, don't right. be there afraid. Um, <laughs> hopefully I don't smell. <laughs> no. So let's talk about New Year's resolutions. Have you ever set any? Um, or do you yeah, not really do that? Yeah, I used to. 
but I don't anymore because it feels like it lasts for about a week. <laughs> and also they're quite... Um, <clears throat> they last that long? Yeah, um, if that. Um, I think they were also quite... Uh, I don't know how to uh, how to word it actually, but quite superficial in some sense. Yeah. So I think um, like what John's talked about today, there's so much more weight to what he's saying, yeah. you know, what you want to focus on for the year ahead and what you want to think about and how you want to frame mm-hmm. it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, very, I, like you, very, I found the, I just, the traditional resolutions uh, want to get fit. Yeah. Lose weight, stop eating yeah. as much chocolate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you, like you say, it lasts about a week. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've just, you've just totally <laughs> forgotten it. about them. Um, and then I started to realize, actually, I don't need to wait until... The other thing mm-hmm. I find myself doing is waiting for New Year. So you just you go totally nuts in December. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, and then I'll make some resolutions in the, the New Year. <laughs> <laughs> when actually, no, you can just start right where you are right now, and that's probably the best thing to do. So John's talk, the three lenses, the God who was, the God who is, and the God who is to come. So his first question, where was God in your last year? Mm-hmm. Got any stories about that? Um, God was very present in mm-hmm. my last year. I have I've had a lot of um, really wonderful experiences of reconnecting with family and old friends um, like throughout the year, I think it's been marked by that, which has been really nice. Um, <clears throat> and um, it really does help you kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I would say I would say that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's been a, I think when you look back over 2023, it's definitely been a mixed bag for a lot mm-hmm. of people. Um, and I think I would probably say it's fair for us, actually, it's been a mixed bag. There's been some good things. There's been some bad things. Like John said, you could almost make a list, the good, mm-hmm. the bad, and which one... Therefore, if, if there's more in the good column, it was it a good year? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but rather reframing it and going, actually, whether it was good or whether it was bad, God, where were you in that? Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, someone, I was replying to a text earlier, someone sent through, um, and she mentioned in the text uh, that it felt for her life was a lot like Groundhog Day, mm-hmm. right? Like she was just repeating the same thing. She was on this treadmill trying to get a new job, um, just sick kids, um, trying to get a job at the same time, was in this cycle of she couldn't get a job because she didn't have the experience, but, but knew if they gave her the job, she would come up to speed very quickly. Mm-hmm. So without the job, she can't get the experience. And so it was this catch-22 situation for her. Caught in the same cycle that I think a lot of people have found themselves in, especially in the UK mm-hmm. with the cost of living, where her rent is going up and up and up. And it becomes problematic. She uses this phrase, she says, it's just like, I'm on a treadmill. It feels like Groundhog mm-hmm. Day, which I thought was a really interesting way to, to sort of phrase it. I don't know if you've ever seen, have you seen the movie Groundhog Day? Yeah, you must I don't like it. You don't like Groundhog no, Day? No, I don't. What's wrong with you? It's just, <laughs> it just goes around in circles far too many times. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's the point. And Salah has missed it. So we have the point I'm here. I'm very happy and to you're miss way it. way over there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really like the movie Groundhog Day. Um, and it's, it's always interesting. It's like, you know, a lot of the conversations that came out of that movie were if you were going to have a day like that, repeat over and mm. over and over again, um, what would you do? What would you learn? And mm. what was interesting about that movie, I was thinking about this when, when I was responding to that text message, because in a lot of ways, if I was living in a day that really was truly repeating, I don't know if I 
how would I feel about work that I'd done that day just not counting for anything? Mm. Do you know what I mean? And, and then having to do that day in, day out. But actually the, the key for me in that film was when his heart changed, his life changed. Mm. And it was what he learned on the journey. And I think actually this is probably what John's trying to say, isn't it? In the sense that on the journey, on the way through of the year, God, where were you? What did I learn? Yeah. You know, you were with me throughout all of that. Mm. I might not always have felt it. I might not have always understood it. There were good times. There were bad times. But what have I learned as a character? And um, I think that's a really interesting mm. question. You know, what, mm. what's, the, what's the big thing God's taught you in 2023? Um, <clears throat> We've not planned for these questions, by the way, and I appreciate <laughs> yeah. I'm totally springing them on you. <laughs> no, that's fine. Um, I'm okay with that. Um, yeah, I think... Something that I've been reflecting on recently is um, how I choose to obey God. Mm -hmm. So there'll be parts of the Bible that I'm like, yeah, okay, <laughs> we'll open that another day. Um, <laughs> but you know, it's like when, when God asks, asks I you know to which do parts, something. Yeah. <laughs> we won't recall that one <laughs> No. Um, uh, so yeah, when God asks you to do something or if he changes the plans that you had, your carefully, you know, laid out plans, and he changes them. Um, our our um, obligation, can I say, mm -hmm. is to obey him. Yeah, is to do whatever he's asking us to do. The outcome has not is not in my control. Yeah, and it's not my problem. Mm -hmm. I have to obey the Lord in the here and now, mm -hmm. and what comes comes, and the Lord's in that. Mm -hmm. And trusting that process. Yeah. Has, uh, so yeah, I've been reflecting on that, that there's, you know, some parts, yeah, no problem. Other parts, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we'll just uh, open up a different part of the Bible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For now I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, no, I'm, but I mean, like, I, I know that sounds like I'm ignoring parts of the Bible. I'm not. And the reason that I'm reflecting on it is because I'm very aware yeah, yeah. of what's there and yeah. what the Lord's asking me to do. And I'm just um, taking my sweet time. Which again is not right, but it's something I am to be being fair, refined and reformed. <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, it's what we all do, isn't it? It's not, this is not just you, and and I think we're all very much works in progress. Thank thank the Lord for grace. Mm. But it's an interesting point, isn't it? It's I think there is something people find it really hard. I think if you're not in church or if you're outside of church, to to look at the Bible and accept that this is God. Mm. God's word and that actually obedience to it is probably a smart thing to do can seem counterintuitive. Mm -hmm. It can seem complicated. It can seem like it's destroying your fun. It's like there's a million reasons why I think you wouldn't do this if you're outside of the church, why this actually sounds really odd and why people think oh, it leads to dogma, it leads to intolerance and so on and so forth. But here's the thing that I, f I find immensely freeing about this. Everybody I speak to, and I'm, I'm going through my head thinking, yes, everybody that I speak to that is going through something in life, come, they, you've got to come to a point where you realize you are not in control. Mm -hmm. Now, that doesn't mean to say you cannot control response, as in how you respond to yeah. things, which I think you totally can. Mm -hmm. You can choose how you respond to things. But I cannot control the situations in life. And actually, mm -hmm. when a lot of stuff happens, it usually happens either because we've been 
stupid. We made some foolish decisions. Or it's, it's extenuating circumstance. There mm -hmm. are circumstances beyond our control. Yeah. So uh, I speak with one guy on a regular basis, suffers from severe mental illness, always looking to blame mm -hmm. somebody else for his problems. And he often uses this phrase, I was in total control. And it freaks him out that he's not mm. in control. And I'm, part of my conversation is, you had no control whatsoever. It was yeah. an illusion. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and the reason I mention this is because actually when you, when you say, I think when you get to a point of submission which says, God, not my will, but your will be done. In other words, let me do what you've told me to do. Focus on that as best as mm -hmm. I can. Not get too caught up in the outcome because mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's your responsibility. Mm -hmm. That actually becomes immensely freeing yeah. because that's a one, that's one thing that I can choose mm -hmm. to do. I can choose to obey God. Mm. I can't control my life, but in obedience to God, I can trust God for the outcome. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. Um, and I think mm. there is a liberation in that that is quite extraordinary. Mm. So I think it's a good lesson to learn. Yeah. I think we're all learning it. If you figure it out, let us know. Okay. <laughs> Watch this space. Yeah. Next week on Crowd yeah. Church, Sadaf gives us the five top tips on how to fully obey God in your life. Yeah, right. <laughs> the following week, Jeff is going to come on. Jeff is her husband. <laughs> and tell us what really happens behind yeah. us. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think it's a really good lesson. A really good lesson. I think for me in 2023, if I look mm. back, if I reflect on it, the one thing that I think we have grown in where I see God really working in us as a family is actually in the whole community aspect. Mm -hmm. So we've always, I say always, ever since we've been married, we've had people live with us, um, roommates, lodgers, whatever you want to call them. Um, and we've always, we've always done extended family. Mm -hmm. And I think as, as we're getting older and more experienced in life, I think we're doing extended family better, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. So when you're in your early 20s, living with someone in their early 20s, it's kind of like, well, we're just mates. Um, but as I'm approaching 50, I've approached 50. Yeah. I've gone past 50. That's why I'm in 2023. <laughs> I went straight through that number. <laughs> um, I think it, the thing that I've noticed is, and one of the things I think God has been speaking uh, about to me over the last few years is, is you become much more of a father figure to a lot mm -hmm. more people, mm -hmm. um, which is kind of cool. Uh, and so just doing that extended family an awful lot better. Like it was really cool. You guys came and joined us on whenever it was, the two weeks Saturday ago. Of December. Uh, the first Saturday <laughs> of December. I remember that one. I don't know. Um, and that, I love that. And I think we've done that much more intentionally in mm. 2023. And we've had people connect with us a lot more in 2023, which has been awesome. So, yeah. Yeah. You and the Edmondsons are so great. At awesome. <laughs> they are also very great. <laughs> We're so humble as well. Yeah. No, honestly, <laughs> the fact that I can just invite myself over for New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, no one's going to be in. They're going to yeah. knock on the door. <laughs> I'm still coming. <laughs> um, yeah. Brilliant. No, you guys are uh, wonderful like that. Yeah. But I think it's mm. one of those things that God's been teaching us, you know, mm. uh, and drawn us into. So, yeah, 2023. And I think if I reflect on some of the harder times in 2023, one of the things that I... I won't go through them, maybe not the right time or place, but I I think one of the things that I noticed that made the hard times harder or easier, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. uh, so I could, if I'm going through something, the way I make it harder yeah. is to not create space 
to hear God, mm-hmm. right? To not go, God, where are you in this? What yeah. are you saying? What's yeah. the right direction here? To get some sense of what God is doing in the midst of what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. And I tend to find I, I can become so busy that that's very easy mm-hmm. to Side forget about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And before you know it, four weeks have gone past. And you're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I've prayed, I've read my Bible, mm-hmm. but have I, have I really had any sort of good sort of conversation with any quality mm. time i don't you know i talk to my wife every day mm. you know we connect every day but if we don't if we don't intentionally spend time together it's very superficial yeah. you know i mean so yeah for sure um so i'd say that's mm. another learning yeah i've actually i have a list in my in my prayer journal of things that i still need to talk to god about <laughs> i've written them down as just finding the time and space like you say I need to go and, you know, yeah, God, see listen. what the Lord has for me in this. Dave Connolly, mm. bless him. Uh, if you're a regular to crowd, you'll know who Dave is. If you're not a regular to crowd, stay tuned in. You'll find out who he is because he's a regular on crowd. Uh, Dave is a legend, founded the church that John is now uh, the senior pastor of, Frontline Church. Um, uh, awesome guy, father figure to me, absolute legend. Took me, he said, Matt, let's go grab a coffee. Went and had a coffee with him last week. I'm just trying to remember when it was. And he's like, right, God's given me a word for you. Mm. I just was writing it down. <laughs> Streams. And basically it started off with, you need to go and find a way to create more space. <laughs> 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 okay, thanks, Dave. Appreciate that. He was right too. Mm. Um, and so you know, thank God for Dave Connolly. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, so uh, the screen's gone blank and it's your computer, so I have no idea what the next. Uh, the God who was, uh, the God who is to come. So the God of the future. Uh, and looking forward to the future, which was an interesting question. Mm. How can you bring more of heaven to earth in 2024? Um, I think like reflecting on what John was saying, my thought was like how we plan and prepare for what's in 2024 or in the coming year, how much of that is actually... um, gonna is how much of that are we actually taking to heaven with us okay how much of that is here and now the material Mm -hmm. um and how much of that is actually character building how much it yeah and i think for me personally i would want the majority of my planning and and preparation to be for um planning for heaven Mm -hmm. that my character is as he said earlier like you know use the words being reformed and refined i would want more of that and sure, that probably welcomes a lot of um, lows <laughs> in the new year, but I'm okay with that. As John said, you know, you you get you get a mix of both, and um, yeah. So I have not had the time and space. The word keeps coming up um, to think about what I want to do in the new year or what I, what mm-hmm. you know I want to plan and prepare for. But that is something I will definitely be taking with me. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about yeah. You? That's a good question. How, how I don't know. Is you understand? So I think I, I I did say to Sharon the other day that I wanted to take some time out and just really spend a few days. I might just go up some hills somewhere, mm-hmm. take a tent. I know it's January. Uh, I, or go stay in a hotel or something. Wander around, do some long walks, clear my head, connect with God, mm-hmm. have some good conversations. 
I think if I think about 2024, on the whole, I'm pretty excited. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you and I work together. So, you know, the company that we're involved with, I see what's going to happen. Well, in my head, I see what's going to happen. The reality will be very, very different, obviously. Um, but I, I do, I'm excited about as a company where we're going in 2024. I'm excited about Crowd Church 2024, seeing what God does. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in terms of areas that I want to intentionally grow in, in 2024, the big one for me, I think there's two things that are on my list. Okay. One is gratitude. Mm-hmm. Uh, and actually, uh, just as a short heads up, in hopefully next year, it depends, because we've got this new teaching series coming up, haven't we? The Healthy Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, it may change its name, but we might as call it The Healthy Christian. What does it mean to be a healthy Christian? What does wellness look like as a Christian? Uh, and <laughs> it's not a few weeks worth of teaching. There's a lot. There's a right? lot. There's a yeah. lot we're going to get into. Mm. Um, and that's probably going to take, if I if it doesn't take all of the year, it's going to take most of it, I think. Mm-hmm. We've got five parts that teaching series and part one takes us up to August. Uh, yeah. Almost. June, June or July. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like a few weeks away from yeah. the non-live live streams in August, I think. Yeah. Um, looking at it. So, mm. but once this is finished, there is a really strong chance we're going to do a lot of stuff on gratitude mm-hmm. um, and see where that takes us. It may be even a separate devotional thing that we do. So I'm really keen to, to dig into this topic a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been writing behind the scenes. Not many people know this, but we've been writing. I don't know what we're writing. Uh, we've been writing a gratitude journal um, that people will be able to buy, um, specifically aimed at Christians. Mm-hmm. Um, and what does it mean to be people of gratitude? Um, the Bible tells us that it's God's will that we are grateful. I mean, that's quite mm-hmm. insane, isn't it, really? Um, so really want to grow in gratitude. Um and the other thing that I really want to spend some time looking at next year, maybe the second half of last year, once I've, once I've got through all the gratitude stuff, uh, will be identity. Okay. So when when I first became a Christian, so we're going back to the early 90s now. There was a, I don't know if you remember this, there was a big thing about who you are in Christ. It was the big question. Every, do you remember the guy in yeah, that flight? You, you weren't even born then, were you? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> But that was a big thing about who you are in Christ. The whole mm. question about who you are in Christ. Who what is your identity um as a you know, where where do you find mm. your identity? Mm. And so in, in my early Christian years, we did this whole thing on finding your identity in Christ, which was so life-giving and so amazing. And I think it's been so foundational for us. We looked at books like um Victory Over the Darkness by Neil T. Anderson and things like that. Amazing books, amazing, amazing books. Very freeing. Um, especially because I, you know, I had I had a past that I, I became a Christian when I was eighteen. There's some stuff I needed to deal with, and that just amazing stuff in there. But that was like thirty years ago, and I think one is going to be good to revisit it, and two, I'm I was really intrigued by a conversation with Carrie Newhoff and Tim Keller mm-hmm. before he passed away. Mm-hmm. So Kim Keller, Tim Keller, if you don't know. He passed away recently. He was the senior pastor at Redeemer Church in New York. Very well-known speaker, very respected, um, incredible, very gifted speaker. I mean, just loved Tim Keller and, and what he stood for. Man of integrity and so on and so forth. Great guy. He did an interview with a chap called Kerry Newhoff, who's a podcaster. 
um, and a, a pastor, no, an ex-pastor now, I think, uh, and a podcaster. And I was listening to uh, Kerry interview him and said to him, if you were starting all again today, what would you do? You know, if you were going to plant a church mm -hmm. in New York, he said he would spend all his time talking about identity. That's interesting. Which I thought, mm. that's when the light bells went off for me. Mm. Oh. <laughs> uh, and so um, I thought it would be good to get into that. So after gratitude is identity. Okay. So, yeah, that's for me. Cool. That's for me. So what about you? What does 2024 look like? How is God going to use you to bring more heaven to earth? Maybe for some of you, actually, that's just taking the next step on your Christian journey. I know a lot of people watching this don't are unchurched people, don't go to church, wouldn't really profess to have a Christian faith. That's cool, man. Uh, you're welcome here. We love we love uh, having you at Crowd, and feel free to ask your questions, WhatsApp us. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, but I also appreciate that you are definitely on a journey. And so for some of you, you may be on a scale of 1 to 10, you know, between 1 being uh, like, you know, the Apostle Paul before he met Jesus, just like so anti-faith. Mm -hmm. Richard Dawkins, well, he'd maybe be number 2, number 3. He's, yeah. I don't think he's killing people. No. <laughs> Not that we know of. Not the... <laughs> <laughs> um, so you, you, all the way to... You know, number 10, the Tim Kellers mm. of this world, you know, where you are in your sort of journey uh, in faith. You may be at a number two, maybe at a number three. Maybe your mm. aim for 2024 is to go from a three to a four. Maybe if you're at step seven, you know, you like me, I'd probably put myself at maybe a seven on that journey. How do I get from a seven to a 7.125? <laughs> um, what takes us further on on that journey in Jesus? I think is always a really important question. You know, God, what, what have you got planned? And I think that's really... That's really key. And I like what you said, Sadaf, about I can build the material stuff. Can't really take that with me. I mean, that's a, mm -hmm. I think that's a side effect. I mean, I can't diminish the value of it, but I, it can't be all that life's about. Mm -hmm. Do you know I mean, mm -hmm. there's got to be more to it than that. So wherever you are uh, on the journey, it's great that you're here with us. Anything else on what John said? You took way more. I, my notes here look empty. Sadaf. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I typed him out on the computer uh, before it went off. Yeah. Um, I did like how he pointed out in Revelation 11 where they are in the future mm -hmm. and um, Jesus is the one who was and is. Mm -hmm. I like that. That's something to look forward to for sure, which is exciting. You're looking forward to heaven? I, sure I mean, am. it's not a stupid question. I, I genuinely, I think it's a really interesting question to ask Christians. Yeah, I absolutely am. Why? Uh, well, um, I want to see Jesus face to face. I want to see my parents again. I want to see a lot of other friends and family that mm -hmm. have gone before. And um, it's going to be perfect. <laughs> and uh, it, I won't have any problem loving other people because they will also be perfect. <laughs> <laughs> so that is good because now, you know, it's hard work sometimes. Um, yeah. <laughs> I just love, I can just hear you saying to, uh, maybe to, I'm just going to pick on Jeff, maybe yeah, to Jeff on, on occasion, Jeff, you're going to be so much easier to like yeah. when you're in heaven. <laughs> With all my crowns. <laughs> Mustn't forget my crowns. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Are you know you? what I'm going to do when I get to heaven? Yeah, go on. I'm going to slide down those streets in my socks. Are you? <laughs> Of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> I heard a speaker say that once and I thought, you know what, that is perfect. I just I am so looking forward 
Because the Bible talks about having streets of, of gold, gold yeah. you know, paved with diamonds mm -hmm. and all kinds of things. And I'm just so looking forward just to sliding down those yeah, things in awesome. my socks. Because I think that me and your kids will be doing it. Yeah. Hudson and Lincoln. I can see that. We're going to be like, come on, man, let's do it again. Yeah, let's do it again. Yeah, that would be good. <laughs> so I'm very much looking forward to heaven. Uh, I really am. Uh, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because there's this real tension between looking forward to heaven and then not wishing your life away, mm. uh, which you have to hold. Uh, maybe we should do something on that at some point. Yeah, it's really interesting. So 2024, we hope it is a fantastic year for you. But more than that, whether it's good or whether it's bad, prayer is that you just see God in whatever you're doing, that your experience with God grows, that your journey with God grows, and that you know him more and more in 2024. And I think if we all do that, life's ultimately good. So... Uh, anything else from you? No, I'm good. Awesome. Well, that's it from me. That's it from Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us on the non-live live stream. Uh, thanks for all your comments. I'm saying that, assuming that people, maybe not, no one's watching this. I don't know. Uh, but if you have written a comment, it's great that you joined in. Do come and join us on our actual live stream. I'm thinking a week ahead of when this is going to come out and it's going to be live. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at you. Um, it is. Yes. It is. <laughs> Yes, 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 it is. Set up, set up production. That's why I'm looking at set up. <laughs> um, so we are back to our live streams next week. I'd love to tell you who's hosting, but I genuinely have no idea. It might be me, it might be somebody Anna. else. I think it's you. No. Me and Anna. No, you're speaking. I'm not. Not speaking? No, no. I don't think he so. He is not speaking. It will, uh, yeah, you'll find out. <laughs> it's all going to be very exciting. <laughs> It's our attention to detail that everybody loves, right? Uh, so we're just thrown off because we're recording this in advance. Um, but yeah, do come join us. 6 p.m., like I say, here in the UK, 1 p.m. Eastern, 8, no, 10 a.m., we said, uh, on the uh, Eastern Coast. Uh, so yeah, uh, no, West Coast. West Coast. Yeah. yeah. Time zones in America, right, Matthew? Yes. Uh, or wherever you are in the world, do come join us. We'd love to see you in the live stream. Uh, be great to hear from you. Like I say, any questions, any comments, you can reach us on the website or through the website, www.crowd.church. You can get a hold of us on social media at Crowd Church. Uh, and on the website, there's also a WhatsApp number, which you can text through your prayer requests. I know some people do try to call it. It's not a calling number. It's a texting number. So just text your messages uh, on there and we'll try and respond to you as quickly as we can. Uh, but I think that's it from me. I think that's it from Salaf. I think all that's left to say is Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. Hope it's a good one. We'll see you in 2024. Bye for now. <laughs>